The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown, baby! Now, here are your hosts, two-time All-American punter Drew Butler. Mark Rick would like Drew Butler to hit it a mile in the air. And he did. What a kick. And the SEC's career leader in touchdown passes and completions, Aaron Murray. Touchdown! In stride as he crosses the goal line. Put it right on his hip. What a throw. Now, with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Get to the house! Sideline! Pylon! Touchdown! And the dogs are on the board first. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. Welcome into the Punt and Pass Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler. Join alongside my co-host, Aaron Murray. Be sure to follow us on social media, at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. Aaron is at Aaron Murray 11 Head on over to puntandpass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. It's got our merch. It's got our YouTube channel. It's got our blog. It's got everything you need to stay on top of the greatest sport in the world. First things first, Merry Christmas to everybody. Christmas Eve, Friday, Christmas Day is Saturday. It's the best time of the year. Hope everybody has a safe and happy holidays. This episode of Punt and Pass is presented by our awesome, awesome partners over at Prize Picks. That is right. Prize Picks is Daily Fantasy Simplified. They are simply the best. Use the promo code PUNT when you download the Prize Picks app or when you sign up at prizepicks.com. If you use the promo code PUNT, you get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100, and they have some awesome promos going on right now. Be sure to get into your app. Check out prizepicks.com. they got the 12 days of Picksmas going on right now. Every single day, awesome new promos for all of our audience to get active on Prize Picks and win a bunch of money. I saw people tweeting out five pick hits yesterday, Murray. They were making four or five thousand dollars. I'm like money, baby. Christmas, Christmas is gifts. paid for. That is awesome. Prizepicks.com. You can do cross sport entries. Obviously the college football playoff bowl games are next weekend, but we got NFL action. We got bowl game action, Premier League, hockey, basketball, everything. Prize picks is the best. Use the promo code punt and you get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. I got the results from our Thanksgiving contest, so we have somebody who will come to dinner with Aaron and I. Would you like me to announce who it is? I would love drumroll. Are we going to need that? And what's up with the golf, too? Yeah, so I got to go to the next name. We'll get to the golf after this. So we got a prize picks winner for our Thanksgiving weekend contest. If you had any entry, if you played one entry, you were entered into a contest from prize picks to come have dinner with Aaron and I, and Prize Picks is paying. So the winner is number one on the list. we got three names. If this guy does not accept, you can email us, puntandpass at gmail.com. We'll go on to the next one. John Coker. John Coker, you are the winner of our Thanksgiving weekend contest from Prize Picks. You're going to come have dinner with Aaron and I. Date and location to be determined. But John Coker, I'll email you. You have until next week to redeem, and we will get that thing scheduled. So congratulations, John Coker, and thank you, Prize Picks. Brandon Garner, 
who is supposed to come play golf with us, Aaron, he's a no-show. I have not heard mm. of him. So the next name is Dan Borman. Dan Borman. B-O-R-N-M-A-N-N. Come play golf with Aaron and I and Drew Richardson, who has accepted. That's the housekeeping stuff. It's Christmas week. I'm feeling grateful, thankful. We're just giving away free stuff right here on Punt and Pass. All right, let's talk into some news and notes. Clearly what's dominating the news right now is something none of us want to talk about. That, of course, is COVID, the Omicron variant. The timing, of course, right around Christmas. But for the context of our show, Aaron, right around the college football playoff. Yesterday, the college football playoff committee came out with some new guidelines around COVID, around possible forfeits, around some outbreaks on some specific teams. And here is what they said. If any team has to back out because of an outbreak, they are forfeiting their game. If two teams that are playing against each other have an outbreak or both have outbreaks and they either of them can't play, that game is a wash and the other semifinal game becomes a de facto national championship game. And if three teams have an outbreak next weekend and there's just one team left standing, well, there is your national champion. They've also adjusted the travel schedules. Teams can now show up to the bowl locations 48 hours before rather than five days before. They've also canceled media days. They're trying everything they can to make sure that these kids can get the games in. I saw Michigan announce the whole team is getting booster shots. Dude, I don't know what's going on, but uh, I hope that we don't have to deal with a forfeited semifinal game. No, I don't. And and the one thing I worry about is, I don't know, maybe you can correct me on this because I'm not um, a scientist by any means, but I feel like everything I keep reading is the booster shot doesn't really do much against this variant is the problem. Yeah, just the symptoms, right? Like you can still get it and test positive. Yeah, Yeah, you can test positive, which is all that matters. I mean, you could be symptom-free, but you test positive – you're still out in, 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 in protocol for 10 days, which is the problem for these schools. The, the, the big issue is these kids are about to go home. Yeah, they are home. They are home. Yes. They are about to be at home with family and yep. friends yep. for the next three days. And I'm sure every team comes Sunday night when they report back to Michigan or Athens or, or Ann Arbor, excuse me, or Tuscaloosa or – there in Cincinnati are going to get tested Sunday night. So the college football playoff committee said that the teams have to remain with their in-season testing protocol. Is that correct? I I think I read that Uh, as well. Yes. Yes. So obviously if you leave for an extended period of time, you're going to get tested when you come back. Yeah. So to me, I'm stressing as a, as a, as a fan, I'm stressing as if I'm a coach, because with just how fast this thing is rolling right now, this variant. Yeah. I mean, and, and as soon as those guys go back home, then come back to the facility and hanging out with their buddies. I don't know. This is to me, we're going to have, uh, we may need to hold off on like next week podcast because I don't want to be too premature I know. because I think shit's about to hit the fan. And and I, I'm, I'm a little bit worried about those games next week because of the fact these kids are now home for the next yep. three days with people that are most likely not being as safe as they are. Uh, I, I can tell you one thing. Kirby ain't sleeping right now. No. Kirby ain't sleeping. <laughs> well, especially two of his players have already tested. I that mean, two that we know tickets, of. Two that we've know of that have, have tested positive. The good thing with them, at least, is I believe they've tested positive early enough yep. that they, they'll miss practice. But I think they should be able to go for the game. Like I think, based on the timing, they should be good to go like Thursday or Friday. Yeah, that seems to be the general consensus around these reported positives within the Georgia program. Like Aaron saying, George Pickens, JT Daniels supposedly testing positive for COVID. I mean, Alabama, 
right? Offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien, offensive line coach Doug Marone, they've both tested positive. Coach Saban came out and said, look, they have mild symptoms. They're quarantining. It's just the reality of the situation right now. What is going to happen? We don't know, right? Um, I had heard there was some funny stuff going on in the Alabama locker room a year ago because they had no positive COVID tests last year, and every team had at least some. I heard there was some some ways to scoot around the COVID test in Tuscaloosa last year. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know oh. if they continue that. This did you, uh, did you hear? Th- did we talk about those rumors? Or was that off air that we talked about those? I rumors? think it was off air. But you know, if you have a stuffy nose and you like to use something like an Afrin to clear you up, uh, maybe that could mess with your COVID <laughs> test. That's all I've heard. That's all I've heard. Okay, I cannot confirm nor deny that, but maybe. Uh, the Afrin at the Walgreens in Tuscaloosa is off the shelves when those guys get back before they head out to Dallas. It'll just be a really interesting situation. I have no idea what's going to happen. And the last thing you and I are going to do is get into the political nature of this madness. But I remain steadfast in that if you are vaccinated and you are asymptomatic, you should not have to get tested. If you are vaccinated and you are not showing symptoms, you should not have to get tested. Now, I saw what happened last week with the NFL Players Association, right? Obviously, the variants running through the NFL right now. Guys are having to sit out when they're vaccinated and not even showing symptoms. And the Players Association came out and said, what are we doing, right? If we have the flu, you guys make us play. Now, I'm not comparing by any means necessary COVID to the flu. What I am saying is that guys are sick. Like, sick, sick, in the locker room, sick, flu bugs, stomach bugs. Man, they run through locker rooms like you can never believe. And the coach will literally ask you if you have the flu, are you going to be okay to play on Saturday? Are you going to be okay to play on Sunday? Are you going to be okay to play on Thursday night? It's never even a thought. It's can you play? I know you're sick. I know you're feeling like crap. Can you play? Now with COVID, and of course, we know it's the nature of the beast here, you could be not sick at all, right? Showing no no symptoms. symptoms. Not one symptom. (laughs) You can be vaccinated. You can be triple vaccinated with the booster, and they will sit you out, okay? I I think that is where the Players Association is really going to dig in here, okay? Because the teams and the leagues have said, hey, if you get vaccinated, you don't have to wear masks. If you get boosted, you don't have to get tested, and they just keep clawing back on what they're telling these players and these coaches and the staff to do. Uh, When you have a union backing you, those situations could get sticky, the NFL's king. You know, they're going to do whatever they can to keep these games going, like pushing them to Tuesday nights. They're going to mm-hmm. do whatever they can to not jeopardize the NFL playoffs, which is an absolute monster moneymaker. Who knows what's going to happen with the Super Bowl as we get into January, later into February. But the college football playoff committee should be taking the same approach. Okay. And what I'm saying is this I, again, you blast me in the comments, tweet at me, and tell me I'm an idiot. I already know I'm an idiot. Okay. I'm not a doctor. But if you're vaccinated and asymptomatic, I don't know why you should get tested. I just don't. I I just, I I don't. And that's a discussion for another day. We don't have to get into it. Bottom line is this. I want these games to be played. I hope everybody remains healthy. I know some people have different reactions to a COVID variant or a COVID positive test than others. Um, And I hate talking about COVID. We never do it. It's just what we're dealing with right now. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. 
You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Man, I hope these games get played. And I hope, too, for the players, like, man, that would suck. You make it to the college football playoff, you get an awesome semifinal location like Miami or Dallas, and now the teams might not even have to go. You don't even get to enjoy bowl week. You just have to stay in Athens or Cincinnati or You know who's not mad about that, though, is is I guarantee you that the, the coaching staff says, Coaches. Well, oh. yeah. They, they, they're, they're getting I their mean, fat bonuses. You better believe that. Well, so, you know, I talked to, to, to Brooks and Moorhead after the, um, the, the, the SC championship game, and they were all about going to Dallas. And, and yes. I think we've talked about it before for multiple reasons. One, you get to be indoors for three straight games. Yep. SEC championship, go to Dallas, you're indoors, and then the national championship will be in Indy. So you're, you're used to playing on turf. You're used to playing indoors. More things positive. you can control. Yeah, you can control. You go to Miami, maybe it rains. You don't want that, the weather to be the factor of why you lose a football game. And then also the distractions of South Beach oh, yeah. versus the distractions of Dallas. And Dallas, yeah, you can get in trouble, but nowhere near the trouble you can get in, 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 in Miami. So as we know, these coaches are all freaking control freaks. Like they want control to put it lightly, everything, but they also understand like bowl time, like, you know, and then I talked to some of the players the other night um, and I was like, so what is Kirby usually like? This is before all this COVID stuff was yeah. really breaking down. I said, what's Kirby usually like? during before a bowl game like are you guys allowed at all and they're like actually the first night or two our curfew has been like one o'clock nice and then after that it's you know gets back to like 10 or 11 back in your room you know gant's gonna come around and check so being in miami and having those guys be able to go out till one o'clock in the morning for the first couple of nights I, that would Watch freak out. me out as a coach <laughs> oh yeah so the fact they don't have to deal with that this year i'm sure Kirby's the only thing that they're worried about right now is Christmas. Yeah. Because as soon as they're back in the facility next week, it is lockdown mode. It is mask mode. It is. No one is in, no one is out. And you know, let's get ready to play this game. But I also wonder too, like, you know, we, we've heard from NFL teams of, of you, you pretty much like put your third string quarterback like don't even come to the facility. Yeah, put them in the some of these garbage cans. Take like walk-ons, like a full walk-on. Oh yeah. Say hey, you are don't come to the facility. Maybe you can jump on Zoom meetings, and you guys are staying at home. Like, like what, an emergency what, type situation. Yes, yeah. an emergency type situation. So at least you could play the game. The chance of you winning are slim, but at least you could play the game, and and you just never know. Mm-hmm. So uh, going to be really interesting to see how these coaches handle 
pre-Christmas, post-Christmas, next week, heading to these bowl games, heading to the national championship. The one thing about the Natty, though, they did say they could push it back to the 14th. So that's the one game okay. that has a little bit of wiggle room. Scheduled for the 10th, if need be, they can push back to the 14th, but that's it. No, no, no changing after that. The world is upside down, man. I just hope all these games get in. You're already seeing some teams have to back out of bowl games. Texas A&M notably pulling out of the Gator Bowl. It seems like Rutgers is going to fill in and head on down to Jacksonville. Good for Rutgers, I guess, 5-17 and 17 based on academic requirements. I think they said they got chosen. I have no idea what, what that situation is like, but they're stepping in for Texas A&M. I'm sure that's not the first um, the Peach Bowl has come out and said, and a couple of other New Year's Six Bowls can, has come out and said, hey, we can push this back a few days. <sighs> I just love college football. I love bowl season. And if you love bowl season too, you're going to have a great opportunity to make money around it on Prize Picks. That's right. If you go to prizepicks.com or download the Prize Picks app, you use the promo code PUNT, you get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. The 12 Days of Picksmas is going on right now. Brand new promo opportunities every single day when you get into your Prize Picks app or when you head on over to prizepicks.com. People are making tons of money. Go check out Prize Picks at Prize Picks on Twitter and Instagram. They are reposting some players' gigantic wins, 10Xing $500 entries. I'm no math whiz, but that's $5,000. Christmas, baby. Thank you, Prize Picks. Great Thursday night football game tonight. You got the Titans hosting the Niners, Jimmy Garoppolo, Ryan Tannehill, only a couple more weeks of the NFL season. And then NBA, people are crushing NBA on prize picks. Bowl season, college basketball, NBA, NHL, Premier League soccer, eSports. Prize picks is the best. Uh, Promo code punt. Promo code punt. Get on there because I will be on there tonight, especially a little Florida football action. Yeah, what do you, you know? think about this game tonight? UCF taking on Florida in the Gasparilla Bowl. So, you know, everyone's like, oh, Florida doesn't care to be there. I think the one thing that that may give Florida some motivation is the fact that they want to have a good first impression for their for Na- Billy Napier. Like, you know, you you want to go out there and show your coach who's going to be, you know, who's been at practice. Is Emory Jones playing game. tonight? Yeah, Emory's starting okay. because Anthony Richardson is out. And Emory, this is Emory's last opportunity before he hits the transfer portal. So this is crazy. The kid's already said he's going to leave Florida, but he's going to get one more game. It's to like an open Florida. tryout. Did it? Well, I think his best place he could go is UCF. Oh, really? It, his skill set. Well, because obviously UCF just lost. Mom, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel to UCLA. His skill set fits exactly what Malzahn does. So if I'm him, I mean, this could, that, that's probably the best place you could go to. So this is an open trial for him in front of possibly uh, his new school and new coaching staff. But going back to Florida, this is their first impressions are everything. Yeah. And, and because of the transfer portal, this coaching staff has been watching them all week in practice. They'll watch them in the game. And they say if they watch and say, hey, your position needs some help. We're going to the portal, bring some guys in. Or they may watch and say, damn, dude, we, we're set at this position. We're not going to worry about it. So to me, that's in my mind, if I'm in the locker room, that's the message I'm going to tell my teammates to go out there and play hard and try to win this game for UCF. So we'll see. I like Florida in it uh, mostly because obviously UCF losing their quarterback. Um, I don't, I don't believe, I think Gabriel's already gone. Yeah. Uh, and I think Emery will show out for his last game there in, in a Florida uniform. So We'll see. It should be interesting, but definitely get on prize picks. Have some fun. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. 237 and a half passing yards for Emory Jones. 
44 and a half rushing yards. I would go over. I'd go over the rushing under passing. So over 44 and a half rushing yards under 237 and a half passing yards. Then, you know, Florida's defense obviously had their struggles all year long. Dylan Gabriel out of this game. Mikey Keene taking over his quarterback for Central Florida. 177 and a half passing yards. You have to go over, right? I mean, Florida's defense, they haven't done anything all season long. No, they haven't. And so, yeah, I'd go over. This could be a high score game. You like, okay, so the total is 55 and a half. Uh, I'd go over. I'd go over. All right. Let's get yeah. active tonight. Let's, let's, yeah. let's start off Christmas week with a bang. Prizepicks.com. Go check it out. Great opportunities tonight. Promo code PUNT. 100% deposit match up to your first $100. Prizepicks.com. Is the NFL postseason more teams in? That's yes, there's you. one okay. extra team. One or two? One. So Seven only teams one now. Team only one team gets a bye. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Only one team, the top seed, gets a bye. That's why, you know, when you're looking at the NFC, Packers, Bucks, Rams are kind of fighting for it. And in the AFC, the Pats are up there. They just lost to the Colts, though. The Chiefs are now back on top. So that race to get the bye will be pretty interesting. And now there is a Monday night football playoff game on wild card weekend so you have two saturday two sunday and a monday night game for the first weekend of pro football which is actually pretty sweet i think yeah i'm sure that game will be a complete dud i mean all the you know like that usual 430 wild card game when it's like the texans versus you know whoever and it's like a 16 to 10 type game i feel like the afc could be interesting though because there's some good teams in the afc that are gonna make it that have a chance to upset like the number two seed. Yeah. And you know, the funny thing about that like, too like, is like if, like if the chargers are the seventh seed or yeah. if Indy's a seventh seed, like oh, those yeah. are good teams that could easily win against the number two seed. No, you're a hundred percent correct. I think the AFC is a little bit more, obviously more competitive this year than NFC. I think NFC, you know, that two for seven should probably be a blowout, but unless it's, unless it's Tampa Bay versus new Orleans, then I'm putting my money in New Orleans based on them. Yeah, no shit. Just having Tom Brady's number. Uh, right now, the Bills are the seventh seed in the seed. AFC. And obviously, the Bills can get hot. They can't really run the ball right now. But if they get hot, watch out. And then the Vikings are the seventh seed in the NFC. So the Packers have already clinched a division. Mm-hmm. So they're in. They're the only team that's actually clinched a spot in the league so far. Uh, but I think the playoffs are going to be pretty awesome this year. A lot of parity in the NFL, yes. which is like Roger Goodell's dream. Every team going eight and eight and beating up on each other. So definitely interesting times. Definitely interesting times. Anything else, man? Uh, you know, I'm just pumped. It's Christmas. Hope everybody has an awesome holiday. Oh, I have to say one thing, and this is absolutely tragic. Robbie Roper, mm-hmm. the quarterback from Roswell. A senior, had an unbelievable senior season, well-liked in the community, had scholarship offers to go play football. Aaron, he goes in for a routine shoulder surgery and passes away tragically from anesthesia complications. I mean, just gut-wrenching. You and I both have kids. Heart-wrenching. Unfathomable, unbelievable a, a routine shoulder surgery. Aaron, you have had routine surgeries. Yep. I've had shoulder. I've had knee. I've had ankle. Uh, obviously, you've had anesthesia during those. And yeah, it is um, lots of prayers for, for his family and friends. Oh, you know, it really does. It turns your stomach upside down. Mm-hmm. So many prayers for the family and friends of Robbie Roper right before Christmas as well. Um, and one of my friends is an anesthesiologist. 
so I sent him the, the he's an anesthesiologist in Texas and I sent him the article and I said have you seen this how heartbreaking is this and he sent me this wow this is an absolutely crazy and heartbreaking story I would need more details but there are very few life-threatening side effects from anesthesia especially for a young and healthy 18 year old I'm interested to hear what additional details they release my initial guess would be a condition called malignant hyperthermia or he could have had an anaphylactic reaction to a medication used during the procedure. Oh, I mean, um, mm, 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 you know, mm. it's just uh, it's just absolutely tragic. And I think this time of year, you kind of take a step back, understand what you're grateful for, your health, your family, all of those things. So prayers to Robbie Roper and his family. Yeah, uh, it's um, it, this time of year, as we all know, it's all about family, family, family. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, make sure you give your loved ones. Uh, some big hugs and kisses these next couple of days. Absolutely. Absolutely. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays to all. Thanks so much for tuning in for this abridged version of the Punt and Pass podcast. We, of course, want to keep everybody up to date on what's happening around the world of college football. I'm sure as soon as I publish this in about 20 minutes, gigantic news will break, as it always does always. when we get on here and talk about the world of college football. But be sure to follow us on social media. At Punt and Pass, at Drew Butler, at Aaron Murray 11, puntandpass.com. Prize picks again at Prize Picks on Twitter and Instagram. Download the Prize Picks app. Go to prizepicks.com. Use the promo code PUNT. You get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. So much opportunity with the 12 days of Pixmas going on. Well, Murray, tell the family Merry Christmas. Same Love to you, you guys. same to you. Appreciate you all. Appreciate all you who listen. For Aaron, I'm Drew. We'll talk to you on Monday. See ya. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Ballou here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.